What is up, Nintendo Podcast listeners? I am so excited that you are joining me today, and I am pumped about this episode. I am so pumped that I had to spend about five minutes fooling around with the volume knob on this stupid mic to make sure I don't blow out your eardrums. That's because my new favorite feature has been added to Warframe. Today's episode is all about Nightwave Wolf of Saturn 6. I am glad you're here, and you're going to be glad you're here because this is exciting stuff. My name is Evan. Stick around for a great show. Guys, it's here. I mean, what the heck? Okay, so I've talked with you guys before on the show about how obsessed I am with alerts. So maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that, I saw a post from Digital Extremes. Uh, I believe it was on one of their streams talking to the community. They said that they were doing away with the alert system. They said there were a lot of flaws. They wanted to tweak it with something new. Now, I knew this was coming, and so my plan was I was going to do a a news update for you guys before long and just say, hey, just so you guys know, they talked talked about this, I don't know what it means, blah, blah, blah. But before I could even do it, they busted out Nightwave. So I did a quick news mini to you guys to update you about uh, the launch of Nightwave and a couple things I'd noticed right off the bat. I didn't know anything, now I know a lot, and we're going to talk about it today. Probably you know a lot too, uh, but maybe we can help each other out, or maybe we can just celebrate this exciting new addition. Now, when they first mentioned it, I was a little afraid because, like I said, I'm obsessed with alerts. I do alerts every time I log in. In fact, they're the number one reason that I still haven't done the second dream. I've been playing for 135 hours now. I keep watching that timer tick up, and I still haven't gotten to second dream. I still am only MR7. I feel like I'm behind where I should be. But it's because I'm just addicted to doing alerts. Anytime something pops up and I say, uh... I don't really want to do this right now, but uh, I don't want to let that cool helmet pass me up or, or, Hey, I really need this aura. You know, I got, let's do it. Whatever. Let's, let's do it. And that's fine. That's cool. I did like alerts. There is kind of a small part of me that wishes they would have kept alerts in addition to Nightwave because, you know, it doesn't hurt. It never hurts to have a lot of content, but Nightwave beats the pants off of alerts every single day. We're going to talk about why here in this episode. We're calling this episode four for four on Nightwave. That's because I have four different topics about Nightwave and four points in each one. First of all, we are going to talk about how Nightwave is more or less a battle pass, but it's better than just about every other battle pass you've seen. That's our first topic. We're going to talk about four ways that this is better than Fortnite's battle pass or, or, you know, whatever other battle pass you're familiar with. Then we're going to talk about four ways it improves on the alert system. After that, we're going to talk about four facts you need to know about Nightwave. And then we're going to wrap it all up by talking about four things that we just don't know yet, or at least I don't know. That's going to be a great opportunity for you to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Nintendo podcast. Comment on this post uh, and let me know if there's something that I'm wrong about or maybe there's something I don't know and, and you do know. So that's what we're doing. Before we get started, here's the quick elevator pitch. If you have not logged into Warframe since Nightwave Wolf of Saturn launched, here's the quick pitch. As I said before, Nightwave is a form of battle pass for Warframe. When you log into the game, you're going to see a news broadcast from someone called Nora Knight. And this is only slight spoilers because literally you see this within the first 10 seconds of booting up uh, Nightwave. So Nora Knight comes over the radio and she explains how Saturn 6 is a prison, a like a supermax facility in space. A guy named The Wolf was like a prison gang leader and he has busted out along with a bunch of fugitives who've broken out of the prison. And that's basically the whole setup for the thing. Uh, so there's kind of a story to this. 
There's loot that goes along with it. Uh, there are ranks that you can rank up through as you complete challenges with daily and weekly challenges. Uh, as you gain ranks, you gain rewards. And there's also a store that you can spend uh, some in-game credits that you earn by doing Nightwave Standing. So that's kind of the that's kind of the gist of it. You get new challenges every day. You get new challenges every week. Um, so that pretty much sums it up. So as I said, we got four topics, four for four today. Let's go on ahead and jump into our first one. And the first one is, this is a battle pass, but this is different from all the other battle passes you've seen before. Guys, Digital Extremes gets Nice Guy of the Year award for like the 10th year in a row because everybody's doing battle passes right now. You see, game developers are smart. They know what's up. They've been watching the trends. They know that you and I hate microtransactions. Now, they put them in because you and I still buy them. Now, I I do object to buying them in things like I don't buy microtransactions in EA games. I've never bought a microtransaction in Red Dead Online, even though I adore Red Dead 2. So there are some things that I'm just not going to buy microtransactions in. I have bought them in Warframe. And developers know we do buy microtransactions even when we complain. But they also know they want to get money from us and battle passes are far less objectionable to the average gamer now you may hate them i'm not speaking for you but but i'd say to the average gamer battle passes are a lot less dirty sounding or dirty feeling than uh, you know a, a loot box or something along those lines so games are incorporating battle passes some of these battle passes are 10 bucks some of them are 20 bucks uh fortnite has a battle pass blackout has a battle pass uh i believe apex legends either has or is going to get a battle pass so all of these games uh free-to-play games and otherwise are incorporating battle passes. They're the big thing right now, and they're one of the primary ways that companies are making money off of free-to-play games. But let's look at Digital Extremes and what they did. And specifically, I'm going to be comparing this in this episode to Fortnite's Battle Pass. Uh, I have a lot of experience with Fortnite. Uh, I believe three or four seasons I maxed out my Battle Pass. I really love Fortnite. I know a lot of people hate it, but the other reason I'm comparing it to Fortnite is that it's a well-known game. It's something that'll be a pretty easy comparison here. So, This battle pass is better than what you're used to. Here are four ways. Way number one, it's free. I mean, for serious. Let's all just take a moment of silence here to recognize what Digital Extremes has done. This is a free battle pass. When you log into Warframe, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to touch your wallet. You don't need platinum. You don't need ducats, uh, which, oh, hey, by the way, they're pronounced ducats, not ducats. Thank you to C13 for correcting my pronunciation. <laughs> I had no idea that ducats were a real currency because I'm a little American boy and, and I'm not familiar with world currencies like I should be. So anyway, um, that's a tangent. The battle pass doesn't cost you anything. When you log in, Nightwave is totally free. So that's one thing that gives you a huge leg up over other fa- of a over other games. Goodness, I'm so excited this morning and so under caffeinated that uh, I just I can't keep up. My tongue isn't keeping up with my brain. I don't know why Digital Extremes does it, because to be quite frank, and I hope they're not listening to this episode, I would have paid money. I absolutely would have paid 10, 20 bucks to get this Nightwave, to get this battle pass, because it's worth it, but they didn't charge. So that's thing number one. Thing number two, games like Fortnite, Apex, Blackout, those are PvP games. Uh, We've been really sensitive as a community with things like Destiny incorporating microtransactions that are giving buffs. You even see a lot of memes of stuff with games that include uh, dances and somehow there's some kind of glitch in the dance where you can shoot a bullet through their legs and people freak out about that because they think that it gives some kind of in-game advantage. But see, Warframe 
isn't a PvP game. Yes, there is a PvP mode, but nobody plays it. We went over this a little bit in the past. Um, That's not a big thing. This is primarily a PvE game, and that means that Warframe is free to put power boosts, actual power boosts, in this Nightwave. And it's free, just like the other stuff in Warframe. This is crazy. So there are cosmetics. You can get uh, you can get some skins for your weapons. Uh, you can get little bobblehead statues that you can put in your ship, stuff like that. But there are weapons. There are aura mods. It's awesome. There are actual power boosts, including bundles of forma and even a what's it called? Uh, um, umbra, umbra, umbral forma. Uh, This is great, guys. There's actual power boosts from playing this. Thing number three that makes this better, there is a store. Now, I told you I'm a huge Fortnite fan. I played through the Battle Pass on a couple different seasons, and the the couple reasons I did that, first of all, the starter skins of the Battle Pass have always been really cool. They, They give you two skins that I personally have thought are really neat at the beginning. You don't have to progress at all. Then the final skin is always really cool. And typically, there's some stuff in the middle that I like as well. But most of the time when I'm paying for a battle pass, I'm paying for two skins at the beginning, one skin in the middle, and one skin at the end. That's that's what I'm paying 10 bucks for. And to me, it was worth it. $2.50 a pop, whatever, plus the fun of completing it. But I had to wade through a lot of crap that I didn't want. I don't really use sprays very often when I play Fortnite. Um, I don't use... Uh, Goodness, it's been so long since I've played, I don't even know what else. Uh, Dances are fun, whatever, but a lot of times there's dances that I just don't like, or, you know, I've already got such awesome dances that I'm like, I don't really want to replace this. Fortnite has an in-game store that you can spend actual money on, but it's only a couple things, and they rotate a lot, you can never really depend on what's going to be in the store, and they're very expensive. Q Warframe. Warframe has a leveled up, uh, progression system. So yeah, you are going to unlock some things that you might not really care about, uh, but you're going to unlock some good things as well. And there is a store as you're leveling up through the ranks of this Nightwave progression, you are going to be unlocking things called wolf creds and those creds can be used in a store. Now the store does rotate, but you have a much longer window than you typically would in Fortnite. For most of the items in Fortnite, you only have either a day or just a couple days. You have much more time with this, this Warframe store. So if you don't like the items that are in the progression, you can just straight up buy them with in-game currency. How awesome is that? And thing number four, thing number four about this, call it a battle pass if we like, that makes it better than any other battle pass, is that it pushes you toward things that you will want to do anyway, instead of pushing you toward random new things that won't happen again. Now, don't get me wrong. Another thing that I actually really loved about Fortnite was the silly challenges. You know, I loved ones where it would say, go dance on this dance floor. Those were just, they were just funny. They were just silly. Uh, I loved ones where you'd have to uh, make a hole in one in golf or, or shoot basketballs, whatever. But here's the thing. Those are pointing you toward weird, random things that you're only doing because the game makes you do them. In Warframe, here are some of the challenges that you're going to get while you're doing Nightwave. You're going to get challenges that push you toward doing sorties. You're going to get challenges that encourage you to do Eidolon hunts. You're going to get challenges that encourage you to find, say, magnetic damage and use that on your weapons. These are features that you need to know about in the game. And to be honest, they're features that I had never engaged with until I started doing Nightwaves. 
Now, uh, for full transparency's sake, I still haven't done a sortie or an Eidolon hunt because I haven't... I mean, I, I guess I've unlocked Eidolon hunts. I don't even know if you have to unlock those. I haven't unlocked sorties yet. I'm not quite strong enough for an Eidolon hunt. But uh, magnetic damage is a fantastic example for me. I knew that there's cold damage. I knew that there's electricity damage. But I still, I guess I hadn't realized, when you combine elemental mods, they create new elements. For example, when you combine cold and electricity on a single weapon, you get magnetic damage. I'd never heard of this. So this challenge forced me to investigate a new mechanic that I didn't even realize existed in this game. I mean, what the crap? Uh, I had never done a Sanctuary Onslaught until I got a challenge in Nightwave requiring me to do Sanctuary Onslaught. So Again, I'm not I'm not throwing shade on other games, and I don't mean to throw shade on Fortnite. I still love Fortnite, and in fact, I re-downloaded it because, in my opinion, I think Season 8 looks pretty cool. I dig pirates, so whatever. Uh, so no hate, but Fortnite pushes you to do things that you're never going to do again, or you're only going to do it because of the challenges. This Battle Pass pushes you to something that you should have been doing already, and you're going to want to do again. So, this Battle Pass is a Battle Pass, but it's better than the other Battle Passes you've seen before. It's... It's real cool. So as I said, I'm a little alert boy. I love me some alerts. When those alerts pop up, I get real excited. I get some blood pumping, and then I usually get disappointed because the reward isn't worth it, but I feel compelled to do it anyway. Either way, I didn't want to see alerts go. But topic number two, Nightwave improves on alerts almost across the board. Here are four quick ways. First of all, the rewards you want have a clear path to get to them. That was a big problem in the alert system was that there were things like auras that were important for character builds that were locked behind a randomly rotating system. So you knew you wanted this mod, this aura, you knew they came from alerts, but you had no way of predicting when the alert you wanted was going to pop up. You were just, it was a roll of the dice. So uh, it's exciting that this system allows you to look at the reward you want and know what you have to do to work toward it. Point number two, you can complete them at any time. You see, alerts required you to do them uh, whenever they became available. You might be sitting in class at school. You might sitting, be sitting in your office at work. You might be sitting on the toilet and your game's in the other room. Maybe you're not lucky enough to play your Switch on the toilet. Maybe you're playing on PC. So you have to complete them when they pop up, but not so with Night Waves. Night waves do offer daily challenges and challenges that refresh if you don't get them in time, but you have a window to get them done that's much larger than what you had doing alerts, and you can complete them at your leisure. I can log in tonight and get the same rewards that I would get if I logged in right now, which is a big improvement over alerts. Thing number three, the challenges just feel more special. So alerts, you'd pop in and basically here's what you'd see. If, if you're just now starting to play Warframe, then you're going to have no idea what alerts were like. Let me, let me tell you, when you log in, you would see a pop-up that would encourage you to go to a, a node, say, on Mars. When you went to that node on Mars, you were going to get 3,000 extra credit uh, credits, and that's it. Or maybe you'd have an alert that would pop up on Uranus, and you were going to get 6,000 bonus credits, plus you were going to get one nitane. So you just kept having these random things that you would pop up and that was cool. It felt special to get an extra reward, but what you were doing didn't feel special because ultimately you were more or less doing the same mission that you'd always be doing. And sometimes you'd be doing a mission that was way too easy for you, or sometimes you'd be grinding through a mission that was too hard for you uh, and you didn't really want to do it. The challenges on the other hand feel more special, at least to me, because it feels like something fun and unique. You aren't just going through and doing a mission that you were already going to do anyway. You're not repeating the same thing over and over again. Instead, you're completing things in a new way 
if you're doing a mission like in an alert, um, you're doing things in a new way. Uh, you're using a new type of damage that you wouldn't have used before. Maybe you're using a new class of weapon. Or again, maybe it's pushing you towards something that you've never done before, like an Eidolon hunt. And that feels way more special than just having a random alert, a random alert pop up and you doing the same thing you've always been doing before. And thing number four, these challenges can be completed while you are doing other progression-based things. This was a big thing that I hated about the alert system because I would pop in and I would say, okay, I really want to get to the second dream. I've heard it's so good. I really want to do it. I'm going to push through. But then I would have alerts. I'd only have 20 minutes to play. And by the time I did two or three alerts that gave me these rewards I wanted, I wasn't able to make any story progression. But the challenges in Nightwave can be completed while you are doing story stuff. So I actually uh, am blasting through the Nata quest right now, about to get to Second Dream, and uh, as I'm doing this, I am completing challenges. I'm making so much better progress right now than what I was making while the alert system existed, and I'm still getting the same types of rewards that I was getting from doing alerts. So exciting. Plus, you get that exciting little ping of uh, leveling up from time to time in your standing. So, I think across the board, it is objectively better than alerts in almost every way. Those are the four ways that I would draw your attention to. Before we move on into our next topic, let's take a second to hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you guys so much for sticking around through those sponsor messages. Uh, I know ads aren't everybody's favorite thing, but they help me to keep this show going. Uh, so thank you for sticking out those out, and uh, thank you for not skipping through them and, uh, and bearing with me for 30 seconds. Let's move along. Topic number three, we're going to talk about four facts you need to know about Nightwave that we may or may not have touched on already. We're going to go into a little more detail here. First fact that you need to know is that challenges do not need to be activated and they can be completed simultaneously. So much like in your average RPG, you got a quest log in Warframe and you know that if you want those details to appear on your map, then you need to go activate those quests. Or uh, one of the things that may frustrate you early on in Warframe is that you craft a new item. Say you craft a codex scanner. You jump into a mission and you're excited to use it, but oh crap, it's not activated. Dang it, you didn't put it in your inventory. So you got to back out of the mission or you got to complete the mission and just feel like you've wasted time, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't need to happen in these challenges for Nightwave. Every challenge that's up is already active and already being tracked. You don't have to pick one and they can be completed simultaneously. So for example, the other night uh, I, I already said I needed to complete a sanctuary onslaught and I needed to be getting heat damage. So I equipped a heat damage weapon, jumped into a sanctuary onslaught and I was killing two birds with one stone. That's pretty exciting. Don't get frustrated or worried because you don't know how to activate a challenge. It's not needed. Fact number two you need to know. We already said there's a guy called Wolf who is from Saturn 6 prison. He has escaped. He's a big bad dude. He's pretty similar to a stalker. He spawns randomly during your missions and will want to fight you. Now, the rarity of these spawns actually is going to decrease as Nightwave continues. So for me, I've been playing a bunch since Nightwave came out. Haven't seen Wolf a single time, but the rarity is going to drop. Uh, he's going to appear more often as Nightwave goes on. 
As I said, he's like a really hard stalker. He has very rare item drops. What that means is they're going to sell for a lot of platinum. Uh, so right now I got onto the game uh, last night, or no, I'm sorry, I got onto Warframe Market and checked on the Switch. Wolf's weapon drops are going for thousands of platinum because he's so rare. Uh, one of our experts, and I'm not going to say who it was because to be honest, I can't remember. I don't want to misquote here, but one of our experts from the show was on my Discord channel last night and he commented that you're probably going to have to fight uh, Wolf an average of 40 times and kill him, and he's a difficult kill if you want to be able to get uh, his gear. So, that's crazy. Uh, they're going to sell for a ton of platinum. So, if you get one of his weapons, if you max it out, you got the MR out of it, and you decide you don't like it, you're going to be able to sell it for some serious bank. Fact number three you need to know, prisoners appear all the time. So in a ton of your missions, you're going to jump into just a random mission. Maybe you're going to be doing something that a challenge wants you to do. Maybe you're progressing the story. Maybe you're grinding stuff out on Helene Saturn, whatever it may be. Uh, prisoners are going to appear in these missions in groups of three. You're going to see those red indicators that pop up across your map. Uh, it's going to remind you of what it's like in an exterminate mission when that red indicator is pushing you toward more enemies. Uh, you're going to see three red indicators. Those are prisoners. They're kind of tricky to kill they're really annoying if you're backed into a corner because they can throw Molotov cocktails even with my best gear I get downed on a regular basis by those stupid prisoners because I accidentally back myself into a corner and then get Molotov'd and then I'm set on fire it's obnoxious but when you bring them down you get Nightwave standing this works exactly like a regular capture mission would where you have to just gun them down and then stand over them and, and hold the Y button if you're on switch whatever button it is on your console uh, to capture them uh, when you do you get uh, I believe 50 Nightwave standing a piece so not a ton of standing your lowest challenges give you a thousand but still it helps to progress you forward and when you're doing that every mission it's giving you a good buff it's giving you a good boost to what you're gaining and the fourth fact you need to know about Nightwave is that new dailies appear daily, but you can hold on to them for a few days before they expire. So, just know that. Again, I'm going to draw a comparison here to Fortnite. In Fortnite, you can bank, I believe, at least at the time I quit playing, you could bank three daily missions at once, and... Uh, and just save them up, and if you didn't do them, they would still be around in your inventory. Warframe's Nightwave system is similar. If you don't complete your dailies, they will stick around for a couple of days, but then after, I believe, like four days, they refresh. So, if you don't get to your daily, don't stress too much. It'll still be around tomorrow, but try to polish them off so that you can get a new daily the very next morning when you log in. And to wrap us up today, topic four, I have four things that we don't currently know about Nightwave. Now, again, if these things have already been solved, there are already answers, then let me know because I'm curious. But these are four things I don't know and I don't think the community has answers to yet. The first thing is, I don't know how long Nightwave is going to last, and I don't believe Digital Extremes has told us. Uh, again, drawing comparison to Fortnite, Fortnite is always a 10-week battle pass, so you always know this is how long I have to get stuff done. I don't know how long Nightwave is going to last, and I don't believe I've seen this. Now, I imagine that Nightwave in general is something that uh, is going to be like seasons in Fortnite where Nightwaves are never going to end, but the Wolf of Saturn 6 Nightwave will end, and, and we don't know how long that's going to be yet. If you know, let me know, because I want to know, and I'd love to pass it on to our listeners. 
Now, when you look on warframe.fandom.com, it says that the uh, Nightwave lasts for 10 to 11 weeks, which I'm sure is pretty accurate. That's kind of what I'm imagining, again, based on other games. Uh, but we don't know 100% for sure, and even that is a window. So, uh, the reason that I'm pointing this out to you guys is you want to be completing your challenges, obviously. And as we get further in, until an official date is announced, just bear in mind there's not a, a hard time that you're going to be able to finish your challenges by basically so make sure you're polishing them off don't let them hang for too long and end up wasting them the next thing that we don't know is how much standing it takes to rank up at higher levels now currently uh, i am only rank one um, but getting to rank one and then getting to rank two both required ten thousand standing i was watching a tactical potato video where he talked about nightwave and he seems to think that every rank is going to be ten thousand now again, Warframe.Fandom.com has stuff posted about this. Under the Ranking Rewards section of their Nightwave page, it lists uh, each of the ranks all the way up through rank 30, yep, rank 30. Um, and it's saying that each one of those takes 10,000. But again, the reason that I'm still putting this in the category of things that we don't know, unless this has been data mined or it's been announced and I've just missed it, um, I haven't seen anybody who's been more than just a couple ranks in. So as far as I know, again, you have to remember that uh, that wikis are community contributed. So they may be, they may be 10,000 every rank, but we're not 100% for sure yet as far as I know. Um, so again, that could change as we increase. The third thing that we don't know is whether there will be more ways added to earn standing and to earn wolf creds. Now, right now, as I already said, you can earn standing by fighting wolf, by fighting prisoners, by doing uh, uh, doing challenges, whatever. Uh, and I actually have had numerous times in my game where I've gotten a little a little notification that I've gained Nightwave standing, and I'm not entirely sure why. It just happened. Um, so, there are already several ways to earn standing, but we don't know if there are going to be more ways added soon. Maybe here in a couple weeks weeks, they're going to add a, a greater amount of prisoners that are spawning, or they're going to add, uh, you know, things that you can go hunt down. I don't know, the speculation, but we don't know if there are going to be more ways to earn standing. But more importantly to me, we don't know if there are going to be more ways to earn wolf creds. Right now, you get wolf creds at pretty regular intervals on the ranking up system, um, and they come in bundles of 50, as far as I've seen. Most of the items in the shop cost one, two, four hundred, you know, somewhere in that range, uh, uh, of wolf cred so it's going to take you several ranks and ranks come pretty slowly so i kind of doubt there will be extra ways added to gain wolf creds but i don't know and i would be really ecstatic if there were because right now the system doesn't seem unfair again it's free so nothing they do would be unfair because it's freaking free but i do wish that wolf creds came a little faster and i am crossing my fingers that maybe they'll add another way to earn wolf creds later on in the night wave or perhaps in a future night wave and then the fourth thing that we don't know is, will there be a pattern to the challenges? Again, going to draw some comparisons to Fortnite. Sorry if you hate me for this, but it's my best point of comparison, and it probably is a good point of comparison for most people. So, uh, we don't know if there's going to be a pattern to the challenges. In Fortnite, every time the challenges refresh each week, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a few things. You're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to have a challenge related to a certain number of kills you need to get. 
you're pretty much guaranteed to have a challenge relating to finishing in a certain position. Uh, so you want to finish at least in the top 20 or something. You're pretty much guaranteed that at least one of your challenges is going to be involving collecting something. So visiting a certain location, picking up a certain coin, whatever, uh, fetch questy type stuff. Uh, Destiny is another great example of this. Destiny offers weekly challenges that refresh, but they're always the same challenge every week. They're identical. So they're different from Fortnite. It's not just a formula with Destiny. It's just repetition in Destiny. We don't know if that's going to be the case yet in Nightwave. So far, there have only been two weeks, and that's not really enough to establish a pattern. So maybe we're going to discover that every week you're going to have a couple challenges based on a certain element. Uh, you're going to have a couple challenges based on completing a certain type of mission. But we don't know for sure if there will be a pattern. For right now, it seems a little bit random to me, but maybe in the future there will be. So there you go. There is my Nightwave Wolf of Saturn 6444. Hopefully that was helpful to you in understanding the system if you haven't logged in and played yet. Maybe there were a couple facts like how prisoners work or how the wolf works that you didn't know. Hopefully so. Hopefully this was helpful. Uh, but if not, either way, even if you already knew all this stuff, even if you know stuff that I didn't talk about yet, I'm glad we got a chance to celebrate this new edition because if by some miracle someone from Digital Extremes hears this episode, I want you to know that I am proud of the work that you have put into this. You guys did a great job and I am so grateful that you did this for us. Thank you guys. Thank you uh, for offering this thing to us for free. And again, Digital Extreme, maybe, maybe cover your ears when I say this next part. I would have paid for this. If you want to charge us for this in the future, I'm not going to be offended because I, I like supporting you guys. But hey, as long as you do it for free, I'm going to be happy because it's one heck of a system. And obviously more money in my pocket is okay by me. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are having a blast with Warframe still. Hopefully you guys are loving this night wave. For me, it is absolutely, I, I wasn't faltering in my interest for this game and it still has reinvigorated me. I'm more excited than I have been since I first started this podcast. So hopefully you guys are having a similar experience. It is time, listeners, once again for our Gear of the Week. Now, uh, you've heard us say before, myself and our experts, that there's really no such thing as a bad weapon in Warframe. Now, some weapons are, if you tier them, if you compare them to other weapons, some weapons are real bad. But Warframe is one of those games that allows you to play the way that you want. So you may find a weapon that stats poorly by comparison. You may find a gun that's not super effective, but hey, if you like it, if it works for you, you go for it. Well, today I'm going to put my credits where my mouth is, and we're going to talk about something that I think is an objectively bad weapon and see if we can make it a little bit better. Today's gear of the week is the Lecta. Lecta is a very attractive weapon to me. At least it was when I started for a couple reasons. First of all, Lecta is MR0, so you don't really have to grind to get to the point where you can use it, and the components to build it are not that difficult. Um, Lecta is a whip. That's the other key thing that's cool about this. Uh, so when I started out doing Warframe, I had daggers and swords and pole arms, and that is, you know, some good variety going on there, but, but a whip? That's super different. Whips have always been intriguing to me uh, in video games. Dark Souls, in particular, is the game that comes to mind. I always really wanted to play with a whip, but it seems like no matter what game you're playing in the few games that do allow you to use a whip they're just never super powerful uh, a lot of times they seem more to be something that you can transfer a status condition with or something like that like maybe you know poison or something but uh 
you know, they're not really great at raw damage. And the Lecta is probably a pretty good example of that as well in Warframe. Now, the reason I'm covering this one today is that I got it. I was excited about the move set, which is extremely cool. I was excited to have a, a whip instead of having a, a more traditional type of weapon, but I was really disappointed by its performance. I did stick with it and grind it out to 30 because I really wanted to get the mastery rank. But basically what I did, I equipped it as my melee with two really good weapons and, and I went into a, a, a defense mission and just played a couple like wave 15 defense missions in order to get it leveled up. I barely even touched this thing because I hated it so much. So I posted up to our experts in the discord and got some feedback actually from all three of the experts who have been on the show so far. And they offered a few suggestions for some ways that we could make Lecta a little bit better. So first things first, Lecta has a decent amount of range on it. This is one of the things that uh, whips really do have going for them in Warframe. Range is really good with your melee weapons and whips have that for sure. The status chance is decent. Here's what they recommended we do as far as modding goes. The first thing that they pointed out was that you're probably going to want to put Maiming Strike on this whip. If you don't have Maiming strike it, is, strike, it is a rare mod, a gold mod. It gives you, when it's maxed, 90% critical hit chance for slide attack. So when you do a slide attack with your whip, you're going to get 90% critical hit chance, which is huge. Crits are really powerful, and so uh, this mod is fantastic. It takes seven mod points for you to have this fully upgraded mod equipped, but it's going to be worth it. 90% critical chance is great. And this is on slide attack. So remember that. Now, uh, range is another thing that you should spec for. Grab some mods that are going to boost out your range and lean into the wind. We've talked about this before in Warframe, since pretty much everything is based off of percentages, you almost always get a greater return when you put mods into things that the weapon is already decent at. Now, the, the next piece of advice that we were given uh, by, let's see, who gave that piece of advice? Uh, C13. C13 pointed out the fact that the Lecta already has base electric damage, which means modding toward corrosive damage is cheaper than it would be on other weapons because you only have to use one mod slot. All you need to do if you want to get corrosive damage is slap on a toxin mod and the automatic electricity damage of the Lecta will create corrosive with just one mod slot, which is pretty cool. Corrosive is immensely useful according to warframe.fandom.com. It is immensely useful against Grenier ferrite armor and fossilized infected, infested creatures. But it doesn't do so great against proto-shields of some of the elite corpus enemies, so keep that in mind. So, personally... I did not enjoy Lecta all that much, but I did enjoy its move set. That's why we're featuring it today. Since it's MR0 and fairly cheap to make, I'd encourage you, if you haven't tried the Lecta, to craft it and maybe try it out with a maiming strike if you have that. Definitely put some reach on it and, and put on some corrosive damage. Let me know if that helps your experience and let me know if I should give another chance to this odd little whip. Also, one quick thing that I want to point out is that once you hit MR8, you're going to have access to Secura Lecta, which is an upgraded version and does significantly more damage, has better stats, and it has a passive that is moderately useful. It's not that great of a passive. Honestly, enemies that killed, uh, get killed by this weapon will drop additional credits. The problem, as pointed out by Tactical Potato, who you may have followed before on YouTube uh, in one of his videos, the problem with this is that not a ton of enemies drop credits. Your primary source of credits in missions are from the after-mission rewards and from busting open crates, not from killing enemies. The Secure Electa doesn't make enemies drop credits more frequently. It simply means that when enemies drop credits, you're going to get more of them. So since that's a fairly rare occurrence, honestly, this isn't the greatest passive, but hey, you know, it's a thing. 
So anyway, bear that in mind. And the stats are better on Secure Electa anyway. If you would like to support this show, I would be appreciative of that. Don't feel pressured. Don't feel compelled. But if you're interested, there is a link in the description that you can click to support this show financially. And that would be awesome. I got a new house coming. I got a baby on the way. Uh, I'm doing this as a side gig. Uh, but if you if you want to support, if you want to help out, go for it. Uh, if you'd like to join our community on Facebook, that would be fantastic because that's now my primary means of communication. You can still email the show, but I don't check the email quite as often as I check the group uh, because not a ton of email were sent in. So join that Facebook group, shoot some messages to me, I'd love to hear about it. Share this out if you're interested in doing that too, because the more people we get, the more we can do, uh, and the, the better and bigger our community can be, which would be really exciting for me. Uh, don't forget you can follow us on YouTube as well. Every week I do my best to post out a video version of this audio episode, so uh, chances are if you're at this point in the episode, because we're at the end, then you probably don't want to re-watch a video of this episode, but hey, if you haven't listened yet, or if you'd rather watch, that's something you can do next week, uh, because we're going to be posting out videos each week of our episodes. Uh, also, we are going to be posting out random videos of just some fun, dorky stuff that happens in Warframe, or things that you'd like to know, and some tips and tricks. So, for example, last week we talked a little bit about... Uh, uh, about platinum we talked a little bit about uh pets and things like that and so we're putting up some videos to correspond with that so follow us on youtube you can check out the link in the description below and of course if you subscribe to this podcast you can hear me every single friday talking right into your ear holes hopefully we'll do that hopefully i'll see you again in a week and in the meantime keep on farming those nightwave ranks <laughs> <laughs>